Today on CityCast Denver, is the pandemic over? You know, sometimes I walk out on the streets of Denver and I look out and everybody's acting as though we're 2019 again. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. That's what and I it's, say. It's that. not. <laughs> it's what not. worried me. <laughs> Today is Thursday, July 22nd, 2021. I'm Daniel Betts, and this is CityCast Denver. In the news, today's high would be 93, so our heat wave continues. And Stevie Wonder would say, it's hotter than July. Of course, it is July. Unions are kind of a dying breed these days. But one union leader in Colorado is trying to get some power back. Dennis Doherty of the AFL-CIO union wrote a letter stating that his chapter would not donate to any Democratic campaign committees until at least May of 2022. That's because he feels like Democratic politicians are not consulting with unions on important policies that could impact them. Also in the news, looks like Colorado is finally trying to get some of its statues right. Major General Maurice Rose was the highest ranking Jewish soldier in World War II. He fought in North Africa against General Rommel. Well, Major General Rose would now have an 18-foot statue in his honor placed across from the Colorado State Capitol building. One interesting fact is, he is the namesake of Rose Medical Center. So for many years, I worked on the Anschute Medical Campus, and my job was to help patients and medical students communicate better with each other. How do you talk to your doctor? What question to ask? What do you do when you feel that you're not being heard by your doctor? The main thing to remember is that this is your body, your health, your money. Talk to them like you would anyone else that you need information from. They have to be open and honest. Even though I'm fully vaccinated, I still get nervous in large crowds. And it's still hard to decide when I should wear a mask or go without it. So in my conversation you're about to hear, I spoke to our guest like I was in his office for a visit, without the threat of a bill. And locked up in a bedroom because there's grandchild noise going on. So. Okay. All right. Well, I have puppy noise, so we all good. <laughs> okay. All right. Dr. Jonathan Samet is an epidemiologist. He's also the dean of the Colorado Public School of Health. Thank you so much for being with us on CityCast Denver. Uh, my name is Donnie Betts, and I'm so happy to meet you. Thank you. Delighted to be here with you today, Donnie. So I'm going to do a little, just a little intro about my personal relationship with COVID-19. So I'm still afraid of the virus, and I'm still not attending large gatherings. Yet some people are acting like it's, it's never, ever been here. Can you explain to me the big picture, where we're at here in Colorado? Right. So the, the big picture is a good and a bad one, and it's mixed. Uh, it's as good as it's going to get for a while if for those who are vaccinated. And it's bad and reminiscent of where we were for those who are unvaccinated. Uh, we have two problems, really. We have a large number of people who aren't vaccinated. And in some parts of our state, that is a, uh, only a minority of people are vaccinated. The other problem we have is the Delta variant. And that variant is a problem because it's more transmissible by about 50% than the Alpha variant, the one that came from the United Kingdom. 
And that variant, the alpha variant, was 50% more transmissible than where we started with the original strains. So right now we've got um, an aggressive transmissible strain that can still uh, infect a lot of Coloradans. So I'm fully vaccinated, but should I be concerned? And will I need a booster? Well, I think the booster question is, uh, it's come up already, of course, and it may come up again. So right now, the existing vaccines are good enough against the Delta variant. It may be a little bit less efficacious, um, but they are good enough. I think there's a couple questions. One, we don't know how long the immunity is going to last from these vaccines. So, of course, people are being tracked closely, and I suspect we'll all need uh, boosters. The other reason you hear talk about boosters is that maybe variants will come along that uh, are more resistant to vaccines. Well, if that happens, uh, we have the technology to make, uh, make boosters, this mRNA technology that both the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines use, allows for quick changes. But for right now, um, the vaccines are good against the Delta variant. And then going back to your original question, we'll have to figure out just how long uh, immunity lasts. So I've been reading a lot about the 1918 pandemic. And one of the things that jumped out to me recently was the lingering effects that happened maybe another 20, 30 years after the, the height of it, the spike of it. And it's clear at this point that we're not going to be able to wipe out COVID-19 completely. So what can we learn from the 1918 pandemic about how we move forward with living with COVID-19? So one thing we should have learned from the 1918 pandemic a little better, of course, it was a long time ago, was the need to prevent and how quickly a pandemic can spread. I mean, one lesson from 1918, long before we had air travel, was that infected people sailing across the Atlantic, our soldiers, you know, brought the infection uh, to Europe and their colleagues um, there. I, I think there's um, a couple of long-term things. I think this long COVID problem that is continued symptoms and not feeling right in um, people who've had COVID is going to be a problem. And it's probably going to be perhaps a more severe problem in some ways than the flu, which did leave people's lungs damaged um, in, um, in, in particular. Studies are underway they are going to follow people who have had COVID. And I think we will learn what the consequences um, are. Certainly for some who have been really sick in the intensive care units, their lungs are going to be permanently damaged. Uh, there's concern about blood vessels in the heart. Uh, there's concern about you know fatigue and just sort of lasting consequences for well-being. So our National Institutes of Health... And others are doing major studies to um, to sort this out. I think one hopefully lasting lesson from both 1918 and the uh, SARS-CoV-2, the COVID-19 pandemic, is we have to be prepared. And uh, we have to try and do things as rapidly as possible to contain uh, organisms that could uh, lead to pandemics. So I see that Los Angeles recently... Uh, reimpose their mass order for indoor spaces. Do you think that could happen here in Colorado? I suspect it won't. Um, you know, I, I followed the Los Angeles situation 
pretty carefully, and I know within roughly a week they've reinstituted masks. It is in many sense, I will say, a no-regret strategy to reinstitute masks. It, it certainly doesn't harm, and it might provide some additional um, protection. I'm not going to question what L.A. has done. I do think the uh, politics of masks have made the world much more complicated than it needs to be. And, uh, you know, there's this sort of equation of masks, if you will, to uh, government interference in our lives and uh, resentment, and it's, it's polarized and politicized. So I would be surprised with where we are now. I mean, Colorado is ebbing up a bit in its uh, infections over the last several weeks, but um, we're not at a the kind of serious point, I think, that um, might lead to thinking again about a mask mandate. How are you personally living with it right now? Well, I'm vaccinated, and, you know, of course, my, my wife is, and we have begun to resume things that we used to do, like air travel to see grandchildren, um, going out to restaurants. Um, we're, you know, wearing masks when they're required. Uh, we're not if they are not. So, you know, we we recognize that there's some risks. Some cases are so-called breakthrough cases occurring in people who are uh, vaccinated. Luckily, for those who are vaccinated, they tend not to get really severe uh, disease. And You've probably seen the figures that for those who get into the hospital, almost all of them are not vaccinated. I'm a grandfather of three grandsons. My youngest is nine and a half, and of course he hasn't been vaccinated yet. The other two have. School is just around the corner, starting soon. Should I be concerned? I, you know, certainly concerned about what are the consequences of school um, reopening. And that's going to bring kids together, mixing, and of course with uh, adults. To your question, should you be concerned because you know your grandchildren are going to be in contact with um, others and at the moment, hopefully that will change soon enough, they're not vaccinated? Yeah, I think you have to add concern. But if you're vaccinated yourself and you take the precaution of having the children wear masks, I think that's the best you can do. And and you do have that protection afforded by the um, vaccination. So, I, I mean, I think, you know, it's... It's not time to stop seeing the grandkids. We'll, we'll have a bit of a transition here as we uh, await vaccines for the school-aged children. But we're probably not going to have these vaccines. Those are not going to come along until probably December, January, at the earliest. What is your hope for Colorado as we continue to live with COVID-19? Well, my biggest hope is that we adopt the vaccination rate. I mean, there's just, you know, it's, it is so critical. And if you look across... Colorado, some some of our counties tend to be more rural, you know, have under 40% of people who are fully vaccinated. And at the other end, you know, we have some like San Miguel, San Juan, they're up 90 plus percent of those who are eligible are vaccinated. So we, we have a big population still at risk. Let me ask you, uh, we just spoke about the state in general, about your hope for the state. What about Denver in particular? So uh, Denver itself, and I looked at the rates, we're doing pretty well with vaccination. And, you know, clearly for Denver's economy, you know, getting the offices back open, um, 
you know, the tourists flowing back in, you know, the restaurants open and so on is really, really um, critical. So, you know, Denver is certainly, you know, ahead of some of the, you know, poorly vaccinated, more rural counties in terms of its vaccination rate. I'd like to see that vaccination rate continue to go up, you know, particularly in the young people. You know, sometimes I walk out on the streets of Denver and I look out and everybody's acting as though we're 2019 again. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. That's what and I it's, say. It's that. not. <laughs> it's not. worried me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I think we've got a ways to go, but I hope we keep a good trajectory. All right. That's our hope. Dr. Jonathan Samet, thank you so much for being part of CityCast Denver. Well, happy to uh, talk with you, Donnie. Hi, everyone. CityCast producer Paul Caroli here. I'll be back hosting the show tomorrow. It's an interview I've been looking forward to doing for years, and it really could only go tomorrow, which is exciting, but it unfortunately also means that, Donnie, this is your last proper show with us. And on behalf of the whole CityCast team, I want to say thank you so much. Well, you know, it's been a real pleasure and an honor to be with you guys, uh, CityCast Denver. And uh, I am crying. You just can't hear it because I don't want to mess up the recording. <laughs> Donnie, where can listeners find you on the internet if they want to hear more from you? Well, you know, on Twitter, you can uh, at Donnie Betts. Uh, my website is www.nocredits.com. Or for the radio show, hashtag Destination Freedom Black Radio Days which can also be found on my uh, website as well as anywhere you get your podcast. I love it. I love it. And we may have just a little bit more with Donnie this weekend, speaking of Destination Freedom. And we'll have all those links in the show notes for this episode as well. But Donnie, can you read the credits for us one more time? Sure. I can read the credits for you one more time. Let me get to them. <laughs> That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show... Why not take a minute to tell a friend about us? Rate the show wherever you get your podcast and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow with more news from around the city. I'm Danielle Betts. Thanks for listening. Take a minute to tell a friend about us. Rate the show. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs>